Shalom, Abraham, Rabbi Meseches. Soito, Daf, Dal, Tres, Daf discusses the shear of Stira. A whole bunch of Machloikim, seemingly a Stira in the ma, in the ma, in whose Shita is whose. How Ben Azai knew a shear Stira, Ben Azai wasn't married. Then we learn about Hilchos uh, Natila Sedayim, why Gaiva is not good, very bad, and why Bilas Ashes Ish is very bad. First, the Gemara clarifies, what is the Eidos Rishoyna when it comes to Saita? And the Gemara answers, this is the Eidos on the Stira. The Eidos Achroyna is the Eidos on the actual Tumma. How long is a Shir Stira? How long does the Saita need to be together with the warned man, the man who she was warned about, in order for them to be over on a Stira? So we have nine different opinions. Then we're going to have a Braisa, which says those opinions in other people's names. Rabbi Shmuel gives us our first shear. He says that it's however long it takes to become Tame, which is however long it takes to have Bia, to have Hara, and to walk around the palm tree. Rabbi Eliezer says a second reason, a second shear. It's the amount of time that it takes to pour a kais. Rabbi Shua says the time it takes to drink. Ben Azah says the time it takes to roast an egg. Rabbi Kiva says the time it takes to swallow an egg. Rabbi Kiva says... The time it takes to swallow three eggs consecutively. Blizzard and Yermia tells us the seventh shear, the amount of time it takes to set up the strings on a loom to tie those strings. Hanin Ben Pindra says number eight, the time it takes to put her hand into her mouth and pull out a splinter. Plimoy tells us our ninth shear, the time it takes to put her hand into a basket and take out a loaf of bread. And even though it's not a raya, he brings... Uh, Pasuk that backs up the loaf of bread because the Pasuk says Kibari Shazoyna that Znus has something to do with Ad Kikor Lechem. Now, why do we need in Rabbi Yishmol's sheet of four different Lashaynas of describing Tumah? If it's all the same as mine, why do you say it four different times? And the Gemara explains that if we had only said Tumah, the, the amount of time it takes to be Metame, I would think the amount of time it takes to be Metame and also to be Maratza her. So Kamash Malan is only the time of the Bia. And if why not just say Bia? I would think that's only the Gemar that, that you would need the Zman of also Gemar Bia, Kamash Malan, even just Hara. So why not just say Hara? The inception of the Bia? I would think that it's Hara and also the time it takes to be Maratza her. Kamash Malan. It says could they and Kadei Tumah is the time of walking around a palm tree. Now the Gemara asks a bomb theory because we have a Bryce that brings down these nine shitas, but in other people's names. The Bryce asks, how long is the Shir Stira when the Apostle says Venistira? So first we had from Rebbe Liezer, who says, Rebbe Shmuel's original shita, that is Kadei Tumah, Kadei Bia, Kadei Ara, Kadei Chazoras Dekel. Let's see if that's the same as walking around a Dekel. Rabbi Yeshua in the Brisa says the time it takes to pour a kais. Ben Azai in the Brisa says the time it takes to drink it. Rabbi Kiva says the time to bake an egg. Rabbi Yehuda, to roast an egg. Rabbi Yehuda says the time it takes to swallow it. Now we're assuming that walking around the tree is the same thing as Chazoras Dekel. But all of, all of our time are off. Over there it says Rabbi Shmuel holds 
walking around the palm tree. And Rabbi Eliezer said another, another shiur. But over here, Rabbi Eliezer is saying, saying the time to walk around the, to walk around the palm tree. Chazor dekel. So my answer is that Hakafa is walking around the palm tree. Chazora is the amount of time it takes for the wind to blow a leaf around the palm tree. Ravashi asks, he tries clarifying, what does blowing around the palm tree mean? Does it mean blowing the leaf around and having it stop by the palm tree? Or does it mean going around the palm tree, starting from A, going around and returning back to A? And he leaves that with a teku. Now, comparing the Brisa to our case, over there, Abeliezer is saying the shear of stira is the amount of time it takes to pour a kois. But over here, he said, chazar is dekel. The Gemara answers that that's actually the same shear. And over there, Rabbi Yeshua said the time of drinking a kois. And over here, he said the time of pouring a kois. The Gemara says, no, he's saying here the shear of pouring and drinking. The Gemara asks, why not just say it's the same shear? Not because that shita was already taken by Abeliezer. Next to Rabbi Azza over there says the time it takes to roast an egg. And Mayasi said the time it takes to drink a cup of water. The Gemara answers that that is, in fact, the same shear. Over there, Rabbi Akiva said the time it takes to swallow the egg. Over here, he said the time it takes to roast it. Gamara says, no, what he's saying is the time it takes to roast it and eat it. Why not say that that's the same shear? Because Ben Azza already took that shear. Over there, Rabbi Huda Ben Messir tells us the amount of time it takes to swallow three eggs consecutively is a shear stereo. And over here he said the amount of time it takes to swallow one. The Gamara answers that he's going in Shitas Rabbi Akiva. He's talking to Rabbi Akiva who said that you go by the shear of roasting and swallowing an egg. When I just say the shear of swallowing an egg, he's clarifying that Rabbi Akiva's shear is the same amount of time that it takes to eat, swallow three eggs one after another. That is the shear of roasting it and swallowing one. Now we have three questions that we answer with a teku. Uh, we said Rabbi Lizman Yirmiya taught this year is the amount of time it takes to tie the strings on the loom and Ravashi asks whether the strings are far or close to each other and that's a teku. Tchanambar Pincha said the time it takes to pull a splinter out from her mouth and Ravashi asks is it really stuck there or is it loose and that's also a teku and Plima had told us that the shear is putting her hand on a basket and pulling out a loaf of bread and Ravashi asks What's this? What's how long is that? What was the situation? Was it that the bread was stuck? Was it loose? Was it new or old? Was it warm or cold bread? Warm bread would be more crumbly and harder to get out. Was it wheat or barley? Wheat is smoother. Would it was it soft or hard? And that also is it left with a teku. says that. Every one of these nine shitas, they were saying their own shir. They were mashair. How long kadeistira is? I Ben Azay said one of the shitas, and he wasn't married. How would he know how long shirstira is? So we have three answers. Either he was married at one point. Second answer, 
is that he just learned it from his Rebbe. Third answer is the Soyed Hashem Lireyov. Hashem gives these answers, the secrets to those who are Yerei Shemayim. So even though Ben Azai was married because he said, what can I do? Nafshi Choshka Batayra. Hashem filled in all the information that he needed. Next, Rav Avira says, that they would say from Rabbi Ami, sometimes from Ravasi, that anyone who eats bread without washing his hands, it's as if he was Boyel and Isha Zayna, because the Pesach says, Ki Zayna, Ad Ki the Zayna has to do with the Lachem. Rava says, if that's really the Drasha, it should have said the opposite, it should have said Lachem first and then Zayna. So Rava learned a different Drasha, that anyone who is Mezana will end up needing, begging for bread. The Rav Zirik, Rama Rav Lezer says, anyone who is mezalzil and atil sadayim is nekar from the world. Rav Chia Bar Ashiyam Rav tells us that by my Rishonim washing for a suda, you have to lift your hands up. But by my Achroinim, lower your hands down. You want the water to drip off. As opposed to my Rishonim, you don't want any of the tummy water to drip back onto your now tar hands. We have a brisa that says this also, that someone who's washing his hands has to lift his hands up because maybe some of the water will go past his wrist onto his arm and then it'll drip back down onto his tar hands and that water became tummy from his arm. Will be metame his tar hands. Rabbi Avo tells us, anyone who washes, uh, so anyone who eats bread without drying his hands, it's as if, He's eating lechem tomme because the pasuk says ve'yom Hashem kochay yechilu b'nei Yisrael es la es lechem tomme. This is also why, even though we make the bracha after washing, it's still considered oyvel asiyasam because the nigu of the drying is part of the mitzvah, and the drying you do while finishing the bracha. Next, the Gemara asks, what does the Pasuk mean? Nefesh, rather, Yikara Sotsud. So, if Chia Barabar Mavichan tells us, the Pasuk is saying that anybody who has Gasus Haruach, Gaiva, at the end, he will be nichshol in Eishesish because of this pasuk. Eishesish, nefesh, yikara, tatsud. And yikara is a lotion of haughtiness. If he thinks his nefesh is so haughty, so precious, he will be ensnared by the Eishesish. Rava says, if that's really the drasha, why does it say nefesh yikara? It should have said nefesh gavoya, very high nefesh. Second kasha by Rava asks, he should say he tatsud. Why does it just say Tatsu to say that she, the Ishish, will entrap him? So Rava rather gives a different interpretation of the Pasuk that anyone who is Boyal and Ishish Ish, even if he learns Torah, which is called Yikorahim Ipninim, it's more precious than a Kohen Godel going with Naivan and Thalim in the Kurdish Kedoshim, he will still be trapped by the Din of Gehenim. Rabbi Yochanan says from Rabshim and Ben Yechai that anyone who has Gasas Ruach, who is haughty, it's as if he serves Avoid Zara. The Pasuk says, Hashem kol and it also says, Toy 
Eva el Beisecha, referring to Avod Yezorah. Rabbi Yechanan said in his own name that it's as if he's kofar be'ikr with his haughtiness. The Pasuk says, V'rom levav chavash v'shorchachto as Hashem alekecha. Rav Chambabar Chanina says that haughtiness, it's as if he was boil all the arise. The Pasuk says, Toyevas Hashem kol gvalev. And when it talks about the arise, it says, Ki es kol hatoyevas hokel. Ula tells us, it's as if he built a bomber. The Pasuk says, Chodlu lechem mena odom asher it's not bame, rather read it bama. Now, what does the puzzle of yad liyad lo yinaka teach us? So Rav, Rav learns anyone who's boa al ishes ish, even if Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives him shemaim ba'aretz like Avram Avinu, with whom it says Harimosi yad al Hashem kel yon el yon koyne shemaim ba'aretz. He will still not be cleansed from the den of Gehenna because of his Avera with the Ish. Maybe Sheila asked the Kasha on this though because it should have said Yadliad Lo Yenake Yodai Lo Yenake. Why is it Yad not Yodai? So the Bey Rabbi Sheila answer. A different drasha, even if if this individual was makabel Torah, like Moshe Rabbeinu, whom it says he still won't be yinaka, won't be cleansed from the din of Gehenna for violating the Savera. Rabbi Yochanan had a problem with this. He asked, "Why does it say yad liyad? If that's the drasha, it should have said yad miyad, accepting the Torah from Hashem." That even he won't be Yenake. So Rabbi Yechonah gives a different interpretation that even if this person gives tzedakah discreetly, where the Pesach says, Matan Beseser, Yechapa'af, he still won't be Menake from the Din of Gehenim for the Isra Ish. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.